It's time for Shots Fired with Joel Cannon. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. Shots Fired with Joel Cannon. She's got Don over here moving and swaying. Man, that just gets me fired up every morning that I hear that, Joel. Me too. You know, I kind of got sick of the soundtrack, but now that I hear this just this one song, I'm like, I'm going to have to play that again. It's your, the soundtrack is fire, Joel. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's good. I'm uh, well, sick of that. I mean, I think we listened to it on repeat for an eight-hour car drive. Oh, so. I've done that many times. Seen it got it, a little rough. That and The Greatest Showman, you can never get sick of those. Come on, Joel. So. They're both really, really good. You're yes, right. They yes, they are. So... Well, welcome back to the show, and um, let's dive into this. We got some stuff to discuss. Joel is, you know, you're like a, a a big city girl from a small town. That's what I'm gonna call you. You know, you you like know the insides of D.C. and Jeff City, all that stuff. And um, but you have our values, and we appreciate that. So let's dive into I this. I love it. The, I love being back in the small town. Oh, there it is. There it is. So the IRS is proposing to file your taxes for you. What does that mean? No, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks. Um, (laughs) This is so wild. Um, Yeah, so the IRS has proposed. First of all, you know, as of January 29th, you can file your, you can start filing your taxes. But they're launching a pilot program in like 13 states where they would prepare your taxes for you. And I mean, it seems, first of all, they're launching it in the middle of March. I've never been a part of any launch of any kind of software program that went smoothly, you know? So you got, you know, already, even if it were like a perfect company that they're going to have problems with a new system. And then here they are, the government, we know they're going to have problems. So they're launching this program it was a part of a bill that was passed in a, a section in the Inflation Reduction Act. It was $15 million for them to basically, for the IRS to think about what would it look like if they were to prepare people's tax taxes for them. Wow. It's, some Democrats have pushed this idea for a long time. You know, the weirdest part is they've tried this before. They had this thing called Cyberfile. It was back in like the late 90s. And... It cost seventeen million dollars, and it totally didn't work. You know, they didn't, they couldn't protect taxpayer information. Of course, their customer service was terrible, so the program fell apart. And then, in response to that, the IRS created the Free File Program, okay. which you can do that now. Um, about seventy percent of taxpayers are eligible for the Free File Program. You log in, you you go on their website. There's like links to software, and it's basically them helping you do it. The government also is propping up companies like H&R Block. We pay H&R Block a certain amount of money to sit in Walmart parking lots and file low-income tax, tax returns for free for people. So it's, it's like a total calamity waiting to happen. It's doubling up on efforts they're already doing. And, I mean, I think the biggest, there's, there's two huge concerns, right? Like, I'm really going to hand, there is, already knows everything about me and then i'm going to trust the people who are supposed to enforce the tax law to file my to prepare and file my taxes and they're obviously going to err on their side not on mine every time but here's the question though if they do it then i mean they can't they can't like come back and then audit you can they i mean because they (laughs) did it i had that thought too i thought oh well at least you know you won't be audited but i mean 
I wouldn't be so sure. You know, the funny thing is, I, we, I don't know that we've talked about this on the show before, but there's a number, there's a report that comes out about federal employees who don't pay their taxes. Yeah. And we have the breakdown by agency. And, and I want to say there's like 700 at the IRS that aren't paying their taxes. Dude, <laughs> I, I remember having that conversation with you. Like, how do they get away with it? Like, do they, are they yeah. shielded or something? Like, they know they're not going to audit them or what's up? I don't know. I mean, I think at this point you can consider you can commit a felony, and even if you lose your federal job, you still get your pension. So it's really? like, well, yeah. But you know, the other big issue is, other than just sort of the obvious trust factor, is management of your private information. The IRS has a terrible record of exposing sensitive taxpayer information. I mean, a few years ago. They had 700,000 social security numbers exposed wow. in their system. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember back just a couple of years ago um, in 2021, ProPublica published an article essentially exposing all of the tax information of billionaires like Bezos and Elon Musk, Warren Buffett. Um, and then in 2022, they disclosed private information for 100,000 taxpayers. I mean, there's like an ongoing problem with data breaches. So is that, okay, is that hackers hacking in? Is that what we're getting at? Or what, what's, the, what's the data breach stuff? I, I assume that there, there are full-time hackers, Chinese and otherwise, going after the system. I also think, again, back to just sort of lousy management, the government can't do anything well. And I'm assuming they just have problems with their with their security with their own cybersecurity and with their software we had this problem in missouri um there was a sort of a defunct system that had a bunch of information and you know it's just like they're using and it's the government so everything they use is old so their software is outdated and it can either be hacked or like inadvertently emails a list of email addresses to a reporter which you think is just not possible but it, it seems to happen yeah Whatever happened to the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents they were trying to hire? Did we did we block that? What's the deal with that? Yeah, well, funny you would say that. I was thinking, like, you know, I think they did hire up. We blocked some of it. They didn't get all the money for it, but they definitely have started staffing up, and we've seen an increase in IRS audits of conservative nonprofits. There's an accountability organization out of Kentucky that's only been around three years. And they are doing all of this investigative work on Biden nominees, exposing sort of their background. And lo and behold, they're being audited, audited by the IRS because essentially right after they took down one of his nominees. Um, so it seems to me like I thought that the increase they had said, well, is to like step up enforcement. But it, I think what that means is it's so we have more people who can either audit nonprofits that are related to conservative causes and it looks like they're going to use some of those employees for this which you know i just yes i would rather file my own taxes and have an error i think than hand it over to like all of my information to some government employee and you know they're all going to be late like there's no way this system is going to work yeah no i'm with you there you don't need them all up in your business and it sounds like lois lerner Maybe in charge of the IRS again. I'm not sure with all that stuff going on. <laughs> that worst name ever. But um, 
Yeah, you know, but it's funny what you're saying. Like, oh, do they not? Do they just not have to follow the law? And I think I mentioned to you, I mentioned this to you off air, but you know, there's like routine things that people in government just don't follow the law, and it's openly accepted practice. And the the latest example of this is the budget. So Biden, the president, is supposed to introduce his proposed federal budget on the first Monday of February. That is according to the Budget Act of 1974. Yeah. So that is a law that has been in place. We do not have a budget. We do not have a budget still from him. They haven't passed, the Congress hasn't passed this year's budget, which is a whole other problem, but there's a new bill that was filed in the Senate to basically say the president cannot come and give the State of the Union address until he's dropped and released his, his budget for next year. Uh, but it's like, well, they're ignoring they're ignoring the current law, so why wouldn't they ignore that law? You know, you know, my wife and I were just talking about the State of the Union, and she's like, when is that going to be happening? What's happening on there? So they're waiting for um, Biden to get his budget together then. That's the deal. Yeah. Well, this, no, the State of the Union is scheduled for March 7th, but... The, the bill that the senator introduced, she's basically making the point, you were supposed to introduce your budget. You haven't done that. We haven't seen it. And we'd like to say, you can't you can't come give a speech about how great things are when you can't even introduce your, you haven't even okay. met the deadline for so, your budget. I thought you were saying they were going to be delaying it. Stuff, so, but anyway. Well, I'd like them to, but it's already delayed. You know, the Cindy Union used to be late January, yeah, early yeah. February. Right, yeah, late yeah. January. Yes, so. it used to be then, and it was always around the budget, because this is when he would put his budget out and he'd come talk about his new ideas. But now everything is late because, I don't know, maybe he's sleeping in because he's 81 years old. Oh, maybe so. <laughs> well, hey, we're talking with Joel Cannon, Shots Fire with Joel Cannon. Thanks for your time this morning. I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Thanks for having me. All right, awesome, awesome. So there it is, Joel Cannon. Um, I love her. Talk, I love talking with her. She's always got great things to say. And she's always so fun. So, hey, we're going to look at the most sinful states. Is Missouri one of them? We'll find out. And then we're going to go into the morning dump. We got a lot of information for you, things to pass on that you need to know. Stick around right here on Wake Up Springfield.